The Man of God Network exists to help the church in her mission to identify and equip qualified, faithful men for the gospel ministry and for the recovery of biblical reformation in our day. It's our joy to provide you with resources that both encourage you and edify you as you seek to build Christ's church where you are, to the end that He is better known, loved, and exalted. We appreciate the support of our listeners. To learn more about how you can help us accomplish our mission, visit manofgodnetwork.com. Welcome to another episode of the Pastor's Inbox on the Man of God Network, brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. We're going to be talking about a great way that churches can maintain or have ties between one another, and that is the topic of church planting. Um, We think that this is an important subject. We uh, long and desire to see many of Christ's true churches uh, be planted in places where there are not currently lampstands. So we think church planting is an important subject. But to begin this conversation, um, how can local churches cooperate together to plant churches? Well, Austin, I think the wording of your question is significant. You know, in this post-apostolic age, I think it's rightly said, it's churches that plant churches. We don't have a Paul to send out a Timothy or a Titus or uh, some other worker but the local church operates directly under Christ and therefore having all necessary authority and equipping from him. That's simply part of the great commission. All authority is given me, you go make disciples, uh, etc. And he is with us to that end. Well, uh, since we are part of the church universal, these local congregations uh, should rightly work together with other churches to plant works, and and especially a congregation like our own, a a smaller uh, congregation with limited resources. Well, what a blessing to be able to work together and and help others. Uh, And it's been our joy to also be involved in in doing what we can to contribute to other churches in in what they are endeavoring to do in church plants. (laughs) In the previous episode, uh, Joe mentioned that he and I are, are part of a Zoom prayer meeting every Tuesday morning in which we pray especially for and about church plants. Uh, Many places throughout our country, uh, even beyond our country, down in in Central America and the like. And uh, uh, it's been a real blessing, but it's a way that we're truly praying together for these things. It keeps conscience sensitive and on the lookout, and uh, it's led to good discussions. Uh, It's actually led to cooperation in existing church plants. And in fact, even some efforts that are going on in new church plants have been furthered just by this uh, Tuesday morning prayer meeting. And if anybody wants more information uh, on that, it it can be uh, had. So I'll leave it at that. But it it demonstrates, you know, vital ways uh, in which churches can cooperate and one of the things that led to this beginning of this Zoom prayer meeting was a burden for churches to be planted. And then for uh, that burden to be communicated to other brothers and networking, uh, contacts established. But again, especially in our praying together, how can churches cooperate? Well, I, I think praying together. And then when there are contacts that we have 
somewhere? Is there another church that would be near this that we can kind of get some of their guys or uh, networking to see, do they know anybody in that area who might be looking for a church? I think that's ways that churches certainly can cooperate together uh, by making the needs known or making the endeavors known. Uh, my brother, what would you want to add to that? Um, I don't know if I'll maybe be getting ahead of us and moving to another question or another episode, but uh, I, I do think church leaders can consult together uh, with other church leaders as to what are the best plans for moving forward. Uh, I do think that that's happening a lot with some of the brothers involved in this Tuesday morning um, fraternal or whatever you uh, wish to call it. Uh, I think once once the church uh, a church plant begins holding service, uh, churches can cooperate if they have adequate gifted brothers. Uh, they can provide uh, help provide pulpit supply whenever it's necessary. And I definitely believe this, and we try to practice this at our church that pastors should make their congregations aware of church plants and encourage their people to. Uh, to be fervently praying for the success of any church plans. Church planning is, is big business in the eyes of, of our, of our Lord. Uh, church planning is, is important. And there, therefore uh, pastors need to keep it in front of their people. We have on our Sunday, we have a Sunday evening uh, prayer time as part of our evening worship service. And then I will usually, compile a uh, list of those prayer requests and send them out to everyone in the congregation the, the following Monday. But this past week, we had at least two church plants uh, on there that we want our people aware of. We want them uh, praying for. Uh, you know, whenever distance-wise it's possible, churches can cooperate by sending members to visit a church plant in order to encourage the church plant in the day of small things. And once again, Brother Lee, I hope I'm not uh, uh, stealing anything from what you may plan to say on the, maybe the next question. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just say this and then I'll, I'll leave it uh, back to you and Austin. Uh, it did. It does seem to me that it was a new Testament pattern for some solid, stable Christians to be ready even to leave one church in one place to go help establish a church in another. Uh, I know on several occasions you see Aquila and Priscilla in, in it's, it's almost, they weren't church hoppers in that, in the sense of the word we usually use it, but Hey, they, they were ready to go anywhere else in order to try to help a, a new work get uh, established. And, Sometimes if distance is not an issue, uh, churches may even consider surrendering some stable members to join a new work for the stability of the new baby church that's being planted. But that's all I'll say on that. I'll give it back to you, Austin. Well, Pastor Joe has begun to transition us now from uh, what how local churches can cooperate together uh, to more specifically uh, how can each member of uh, local churches cooperate together to prosper the work of church planting. And he's given us some excellent examples in his last answer there. Pastor Lee, uh, what thoughts do you have about 
what each member of cooperating local churches can do to help uh, this noble work of bringing about church plants. Well, I, I would reiterate really what, what Joe has, has been saying uh, on the matter. Uh, I, I do think it begins with pastors and for them to have a, a real interest in the planting of churches and to see that that is part of a, a church's role in that great commission of making disciples of all nations. Well, uh, I may not be traveling to the other side of the globe, but on the other hand, uh, what about reaching out in, in our own uh, region? You know, you have what uh, um, Paul would do of, okay, this church is established. Now it's kind of a launch pad uh, for him to go yet further. Well, I, I think that we can look at that as a pattern. For a pastor to have that in his mind, but also to teach the church that, to keep that before the congregation, uh, even for the individuals in that church to see their part in this. You know, the Great Commission is not really given to us as individuals. I, each individual Christian is not responsible uh, to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, as far as personally going other side of the world and baptizing people. Uh, the commission was given to the church in the person of her apostles, but obviously not stopping in the days of the apostles because our Lord said, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. So we would understand that this is the job of the church universal, and that's going to be lived out especially by the church local. Well, that means that the members of the church local need to be aware of their part in this, and not as a drudgery, obviously, but to really be involved in the Great Commission in this way. That would mean for uh, like you do there in, in Owensboro, we do it here in, in Bluefield. We inform the people of these different endeavors uh, that are going on and, and of ways that help is needed, especially praying for pastors to be raised up. Uh, well, for the, for the the church to to pray for specific situations or or even in some cases where there is no church in our uh, men's prayer meeting that we have on Tuesday, uh, at times we focused on areas where there are no Reformed Baptist churches around or anything Reformed. And, and, and that has been a focus. Well, I think it would be right to do that even on the local church too, because again, the question is each member uh, of the local church involved in this church planting. Well, that's a way that uh, to underscore the value of, of our praying, uh, not that we need to lose focus on our own congregation, but we dare not neglect the idea of, of looking out, uh, not just for the gospel going to individuals, but churches to be established. So looking for opportunities, uh, conversation going on, and again, uh, I don't think it can be overemphasized. The matter of praying regularly, even for the whole church, uh, to be involved in this. So, Brother Joe, I pass it back to you. Uh, I can just uh, agree with uh, what you've said. Um, I, I will re-echo what you said. Certainly, prayer. How can how can each member of a cooper of cooperating local churches do? Each member. Uh, well, each member should be praying. Uh, a, you know, a good kingdom-oriented Christian has to be concerned more than just him uh, about himself and his family and even his local church. Um, we need to uh, desire 
the spread of the gospel and the planting and establishment of Christ churches all over the globe. And so we need to be uh, making our people aware of other churches who are being planted and urging our people to pray for the prosperity of uh, Jerusalem. And therefore we, uh, every, every member of the church should count it his duty to be in uh, frequent and earnest prayer for uh, church planting. It's a great mission effort. And, and then when possible, perhaps I've already said this, uh, an occasional visit to the church plant, if, if it's within driving distance, that could be very encouraging uh, to a church plant, especially in those early days when the work uh, is, is more likely to be struggling. It can be certainly encouraging to see um, Christians from another assembly showing enough interest to uh, drive the distance and worship with them. Um, make friends, develop serious edifying friendships with those who are uh, in, in the actual church plant. Um, those are just some thoughts. And Austin, I'll throw this back to you. Well, in this conversation, we have been talking about church planting. Please stay tuned for the following episode, which will, uh, at the time of this recording, release, or at the time of this release, uh, come out one week later. Our episodes release on Monday mornings. So this episode has been titled Church Planting, but in the next conversation, we're going to take up step-by-step church plantings. So stay tuned. Uh, if you have any questions, submit your questions to pastorsinbox at cbtseminary.org. And until next time, we wish you grace and peace.